passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Pooh Bear is in the building with us, mixing it up on the ones and twos. Pooh Bear, play my song. No, 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 no. Play my song, Pooh. I thought Brian Kelly couldn't recruit. I was under the advisement from Notre Dame fans and LSU fans, for that matter, and LSU media. Oh, my God. He's not a culture fit. But all Brian Kelly has done is land another four-star recruit, four-star cornerback, Dalen Alston from uh, uh, Poly out in California, Long Beach Poly. Uh, as in a matter of two days, Brian Kelly has reeled in two massive recruits. As we talked about literally last night, when you have this, and everybody listening to us on the audio podcast platform, 
you can't see this. When you have these little three letters on your chest, you walk around as a head coach like you're Superman, especially when they say L-S-U. We'll talk about the BK takeover as Brian Kelly's knocking it out of the park. Oh, and by the way, He's not done yet. As we've mentioned over the last two weeks, in the next four to six weeks, Brian Kelly and his staff is going to reel in some really good recruits in state and out of state. Got to give him a shout out, man. Every time we freak out about Brian Kelly not doing something, something was always and always has been going on behind the scenes. But going out... To a nat- when you don't even have a connection with a player and Dylan and Dalen Austin, unlike what Orgeron had with Elias Ricks, and you're able to go get a top 150 prospect in the country, shout out. We'll talk a lot about that tonight. Oh, Pooh Bear, I'm going off tonight, dog. I'm going off tonight, especially after the show yesterday when everybody's like, oh my God. Which will spark a Rafino's rant. Oh, Carter the Power Brian's back. He goes to London. He gets engaged. Thinks he's on top of the world. He goes and watches some soccer. He breaks some news. My man breaking news from England, y'all. Can I get some can I get some tea and mis- uh, biscuits? Can I get some tea and biscuits? Can I go say hello to the Queen? That's if Carter busts out in this thing with a with an English accent, I might I might lose it. But our man is back. Carter, the power Bryant joins us at 730 uh, to talk all things LSU. Um, where does baseball LSU baseball uh, go from here? Can they turn it around? We'll talk on that. Uh, and something that was sparked in uh, I'll just call it LSU Twitter spaces from here on out. But something that was sparked in L- let, let Pooh Bear. Uh, 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 write, let's write this down. It's from now on known as LSU's Twitter spaces. Instead of saying spaces, let's label it. It's called LSU Twitter spaces. But yesterday or two days ago on LSU Twitter spaces, we got in a very big debate about the realistic expectations of LSU football. So let's talk about it. Uh, after getting a lot of points from Danny Girl, Tony, Pooh Bear, and others, it has made me think of some things, along with Preston Guy from TigerBay.com. It's made me think think of some things, um, but let's be realistic. So we'll talk on that too. I might get to that after Carter. We'll talk about that with him as well um, because it sparks a good debate. Uh, Chris English chiming in tonight on Facebook says, Samson and Jackson looking good too. Don't know about Jackson. Samson, let's do it. Uh, Blaine says, Blake said commitments were coming very soon. The great Rafino was right again. Uh, well, don't tell five foot three podcasters that. Uh, Dylan Smith says, I think we all are waiting on this Rafino's ranch. You damn right you better be. Guys, I'm telling you, better hit the like and share already. I like when I talk about we're teeing off, uh, 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 XM radio ears, Paul Feinbaum, um, I, I don't know what other recruit or, or what other national guys we can talk about. We're coming. 
not Ed Orgeron coming, but we're coming. Uh, Doug knows on YouTube, BK swiping one out under Lincoln. You got to love it. DBU continues without Raymond. Who would have thunk it? All right, well, you said something that I was going to bring up. That's definitely going to be in the Rafino's ranch. You better believe it. To everybody listening to us on the radio side of things, I almost slipped one in there. Almost slipped the curse word in there. Al Landry. Man, that beard just screams he's from the North Shore. 985 says hashtag BK takeover in full effect. That's what, look, Al Landry from the 985, your boy from the 985. The only difference is he's got some real grays in the beard. My Italian ass, that's, that thing's turning orange. You know, when you got black, it turns orange. I got orange in my beard. Call me Conor McGregor. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The Rafino champ does what the heck he wants. So does Brian Kelly. I wonder if you're like my one of our producers, like Pooh Bear, and you sit here and you watch it and you do all these things. Like, are you like Blake's a crazy ass white dude? That's one crazy ass white dude. Um, Blaine Smith says it's north and south with some elusiveness. Powerful as well. I guess you're talking about Holly. I guess you're talking about Holly. Uh, last one, then we'll get this thing started. And Marshall said, so just forgot about me being an LSU Twitter spaces. <laughs> Little old podcasters can't have, get any love. And I shout you out on this show more than anybody. Like literally more than anybody. Come on, man. Don't do me dirty like that, bro. Don't do me dirty like that, bro. All right, let's get this thing started. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Show so many of you are listening to us on Facebook. Do us a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the share. Share to some Facebook groups. Share to your own social media pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. If you're listening to us on YouTube, so many of you are listening to us and not subscribing. Do us a favor. You can know when we're live, all of the content, interviews, everything that we're doing. You can get notified if you hit that subscribe button and notification bell. If you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, we greatly appreciate you joining us. Rate, review, and subscribe there as well. If you're listening to us on the radio side, follow us on all things AYS Sports. That's RU Serious Sports. Don't forget to hit that like and share as well if you're listening to us live there. Go find it. All right. Let's get this thing started. None better. Rafino's rants. I swear to sweet baby Jesus. Six pound, eight ounce. Ricky Bobby, sweet baby Jesus. Rafino's rants around the corner. But we got to pay some bills around this thing. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. BetOnline.ag. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag.
With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. So I got to mention this. Uh, Blaine Smith says the curse of Chris Paul is real. Um, man, that's true. Like 1,000. Like, bro, you do know that he's 0-6 in game sevens. Like, I'm not trying to be dis. I'm not going full Paul Beverly on Chris Paul. Like, I'm not going full Paul uh, uh, Beverly, Pat Bev. If you missed that, you got to go watch it. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. It's got like over 3 million views at this point. Um, but Chris Paul is not clutch when it comes to game sevens. He, I know points and all that kind of stuff, but I'd rather be, I'd rather have 25 points and 10 assists, 20 points and 10 assists and win the game, like actually win and advance and get somewhere and win something than doing what he's doing. Right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, I got to say that. Um, let's go Brandon. I'm assuming that's a political reference, but he says, I'd eat at Rafino's every night. Um, I don't, Paul's, first off, Paul's, mega Paul's. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see here. I, I saw this. Uh, Cody said, and I, this is how I want to start off this Rafino's rant. Cody with the, with the comment of the night so far. Corey Raymond isn't as big of a loss as people think he is. Guys, he never was. When everybody freaked out, when everybody was moaning and groaning, oh, 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 oh my God. Like, let me tell you, let me tell you something. I think Corey Raymond's a good coach. I don't think you can deny that. I think he's a good tactician. But we all thought, we all thought that it was all him in recruiting. Guys, again, the three little letters on your chest, L-S-U. Corey Raymond legitimately, and I know he was joking. I know he was just making fun and, and picking fun at Derek Stingley. This man went to this dude in Derek Stingley's uh, draft night, probably the best night of his life, might be the best night of his life ever, and started doing a gator chomp. It sucks to be a Florida Gator. That's bullshit. LSU has turned a table since 99. When you're able to go out to California, it doesn't matter if it's Ed Orgeron had a connection with Eli Ricks. You mean to tell me that Ed Orgeron, for an example, was the only coach in America ever to have a connection with Eli Ricks? You mean to tell me that Lincoln Riley, who the Pac-12 struggles defensively, didn't want a four-star recruit? Guys, we went out there and got a, a top 150 recruit. I don't. You know why Brian Kelly struggled? Let's call a spade a spade. 
It's called spade a spade. Brian Kelly struggled, even though he had top 10 recruiting classes, at Notre Dame, not because of Brian Kelly being a horrible recruiter. LSU gave him more money for his staff. LSU gave him a recruiting department. LSU gave him all-field assistance. LSU gives him money to do whatever the F he wants. Whatever the F he wants. You want to go take your private jet to go see a kid in California? Are we taking your jet or are we taking mine? Do you want to go get some raisin canes before we go, or do you want the filet mignon we can get our private chefs to do it for? This is big boy and big league shit. Stop. Take the two years out of it. LSU can and will recruit at a high level. You're worried about him being a culture fit. It, guys, I don't care if the man came from Alaska. I don't care if the man came from Maine. If he can run a successful program, I don't give a damn. At some point, at some point, all of the fear-mongering and LSU sucks. Guys, you got people in the national media saying we suck. Dog, okay, sounds good. You had two bad seasons. Paul, you hadn't had Paul Feinbaum, you hadn't had hair in 27 years. You legitimately. This is what Paul Feinbaum's ears look like. Satellites. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear that Brian Kelly can't recruit. Does that mean he's going to lose some battles along this way in this year? You're damn skippy. You're damn right he's going to lose recruits and lose guys. Hell, it might even come from our own state. It might even come from our own state. But he's going to get in the top seven, six. He finished with a top six class this year. What's the difference? What What's the difference in him finishing with a top six class this year? So he doesn't get credit for that, I guess, right? Like he doesn't get credit for what he's doing. He doesn't get credit for Trey Holly. He doesn't get credit for Dalen Alston. What's going to happen when he starts pulling Midwest kids from uh, uh, Midwest O-line kids? What's going to happen then? What happens if he pulls a Zach Martin? What happens if he pulls a Quentin Nelson? What happens since these guys do fall off on trees like Odell, Jarvis, Booty, Jay Jets, Marshall, Chase, Chark? Hell, I'll even throw in Russell Gage in that hoe. What happens when you have elite linemen like that with the skill positions and the quarterbacks that you're going to be able to recruit? You got to be careful, man. You got to be careful of when you say and you fear monger and you tell a fan base something that isn't true.
Is LSU going undefeated this year? No. In my opinion, they're not. It's not a slight at BK at all. He wins nine or ten games next year. You can, you can make the argument he's the, he's the coach of the year. Hell, he, he probably is the coach of the year, barring something like that's happened the last couple seasons, like with Kirby Smart and Alabama and LSU with Ed Orgeron and Dabo Sweeney in 18. You can't take that away. You can't take that away. He'll get there, though. He'll get there, though. Rob Boudreaux says, Blake, please thank your lovely wife for wishing me a happy birthday yesterday. Um, apparently, you wished Rob Boudreaux a happy birthday yesterday. Do you, I mean, you just go around telling dudes happy birthday? And you don't tell me? Uh. <laughs> she said, Rob, y'all are friends on Facebook, and she hopes that you have a, had a lovely happy birthday. She was giggling, though. I called her. I called her right when she was walking past. Uh-huh. I got her. Uh, Eric Wright says a team and fan base would have to hold LSU at a higher standard. If Michigan, OSU, UGA can, so why not us? You know what? You know what the truth is? And I don't know how, how much you guys listen to other teams like radio, podcasts, and stuff like that. I go on these guys as radio guests or, or whatever. They actually kind of tell the truth. They don't sugarcoat it. They don't really sugarcoat it. They just say, like, look, man, here's the truth. But this fear monk, guys, what do you think LSU was? At some point, it's going to turn around. You don't do what LSU just did with draftable guys and have 10 guys drafted being number two. Number two. Behind Georgia. And you're not, your expectation is to win nine games. Quite honestly, quite honestly, you can make the comparison and the lineal path, if you will. What's going on with, with what happened with Kim Mulkey? Now, Kim Mulkey was always high, recruiting at a high level. So when she came to LSU and started doing it, you're like, yeah, but it's Kim Mulkey. You know what I mean? Like, it's Kim Mulkey. Right? Like, Kim's Kim. She's a national title winner, coach of the year. But then Jay Johnson came here, did the same thing. Huh, it's really interesting to me. So you mean a kid, a guy from Arizona who came here before Brian Kelly started recruiting at a higher level than he did at Arizona. That's interesting to me. Oh, wait a second. Then Brian Kelly came in, and then he had the top class in two four sevens composite score rankings that he ever had. And, and one half of an offseason when he's going head-to-head against a, a, a hairless Jimbo Fisher? And don't act like Harold, uh, don't act like Alabama wasn't picking up the phone and dialing Harold Perkins at the last minute when he decommitted, and Florida as well. Beating out, beating out Billy Napier, scared money don't make no money, and beating Jimbo. You really think that that didn't happen? Be careful to what you listen to. But then all of a sudden, Matt McMahon came into the fold. 
because Will Wade used his him and his wife's joint bank account to pay, to cover something up, and his ass got fired. And then uh, Matt McMahon came in here and did some really damn good recruiting. Where's Xavier Pinson going, by the way? Apparently, it's not Mississippi State. Does he have a path to come back? I don't know what's happened with Xavier Pinson for everybody that will run it to another another show. I have no idea. Don't quote me on that. So is Will Wade a great recruiter? Or is LSU a top-tier brand? Because the last time I checked, when you have multiple, when you have multiple coaches in different sports, male and female, it usually doesn't look the same, but why does it look the same for every one of them? Oh, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. They live in Red Stick. <laughs> Doug Nose says New Mexico State, LOL. Yeah, that's what I hear too. Pooh Bear can back me up on that. We talked about that last night. But you get what you get my drift. You get my drift. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. Carter the Power Brian in four minutes. Hit Stick Productions. Okay. Never heard of these guys, but I like it. I like the name. If you have a good name, I like you. Uh, but they say, Blake, these talking heads won't know about BK till LSU starts kicking their teams in the teeth and taking their recruits. Well, I, I mean, you you literally just went up head-to-head with uh, Lincoln Riley, and Lincoln Riley lost. They lost. So what does that look like for Lincoln Riley? <laughs> and you wild them, boy. <laughs> I can't check Twitter during the show, man. I'd be starting to laugh. All right, because somebody just sent me, they thought that there was some breaking news on a recruit. Pooh Bear, I, I don't, I can't confirm this. Can we find somebody just sent uh, sent something into the show saying another recruit just committed? Um, I don't think that that's true, though. I, I, I don't, I, I don't think that that's true. Look at, look at him, look at him, the man himself. He'll be joining us in three minutes. Blaine Smith says, I think eight or nine wins are pretty legit prediction. If quarterback plays well, could be 10-win season. Could be. Look, I, and I'll say this before we get Carter in here. Uh, we had a debate last night, or not last night, a couple nights ago. I, 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 don't, I, I don't remember. Um, but we had a debate the other night about the realistic expectations in year one for Brian Kelly. Guys, again, when you have this much talent, when you have a quarterback running 21 miles an hour, and you're clocking him doing it multiple times during the spring. When you have a guy that's developing like Garrett Nussmeyer, when you have experience like with Miles Brennan, when you have the talent of Walker Howard, when you have experienced running backs and experienced offensive linemen that technically are coming back because nobody can take away. It's like what I said with Austin Deculus a season ago. There's not a lot that Traymond Shorts hasn't seen if he's really your starting left guard. If he's not, then it's Anthony Bradford, who, by the way, if you want to make an argument, once that kid gets moving, he's hard to stop. Ask Florida how that went. Or Marlon Martinez. 
you have too many pieces to continue to go five and five, six and six, or six and seven, whatever you want to label it as. There is no business at all for you not to win nine games, guys. Do I think that you come out six and two in the tough SEC stretch? Yes, I think it's plausible. Do I do I like going to AM on the last game of the year? No, I don't. No, I do not. I think Miles uh, Max Johnson gets too bad of a rap sometimes. You score 30 plus touchdowns and what was it, seven interceptions and 13 starts. Yeah, I, or was it 38 touchdowns total and 13 total starts? Guys, I'm sorry to tell you, but any quarterback that starts 13 total games and has 38 total touchdowns and seven interceptions, sign me the F up. Because quite honestly, that's your entire quarterback room touchdowns almost combined. That hit you a little bit different, didn't it? Can this team win nine games? You're damn right they can. You're damn, you're damn skippy they can. But saying we're going undefeated, we'll be 8-0 at this point, I can't go there yet. I can't go there yet. All right, one more. One more, because we got Carter the Power Bryant's in the building. Maybe we're going we're gonna to absolutely need to get him in the new studio. Um. Because we're almost, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. Um, all right, we'll do this one. It's from Power Hour LSU. Well, Al, it just got called off, but it was fun while it lasted. Oh no. Oh no. No way. No, I don't believe. All right, hold on. Sources. Sources. This is a crock of BS. <laughs> Ain't nothing got called off. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I will ask him once we get caught of the power of Brian in here. He's been eating fish and chips. <laughs> Going out to England. I bet you that's fun, though. I bet you they're wilding. Let's talk to him next. Carter the Power Brian. We're talking more LSU football. After Carter, we'll touch on some LSU baseball and around the SEC. Stay tuned. Uh, let's talk about our good friends over at Grand Co. My good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985 985- 
395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. He's back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We're back. Let's all right, go. all right. Since you've been in England, mate, have you? Since you've been in England, have you gotten the accent? Have you come back with an accent? I did not, but I came back with a lot of shots of everything. Um, okay, because like that's, what? That's, uh, uh, man, get. You know what's funny? They, they they shoot all kinds of stuff. You don't even ask what's in it, especially. If uh, you go to these soccer bars during a big match, uh-huh. it was unlike anything else. Uh-huh. It was our version of Tiger Stadium, uh, basically everywhere at these soccer bars. So it was a good time. I, I'm a big European soccer fan, so I got to go see uh, Liverpool, which was a lot of fun. I got to go see them in the legendary Anfield, and everything's so different over there, Blake. It's it's a totally different culture, but. It's amazing. People over there know LSU. So it, it, it was a lot of fun. It was also weird, you know, when you speak to soccer fans trying to explain what we do and trying to explain college football. Because in England in particular, the NFL is getting bigger because of the games that they play uh-huh. there. And another reason why it's getting bigger in England is because they're able to watch the games. So all the NFL games, you know, normally play at noon or three, whereas in England, you're only six hours ahead of where you are in the state. So they're able to watch it. And I saw a lot of New Orleans Saints hats. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I saw, I, I met a few members of the Houdat Nation. So it was, uh, it was quite a jolly old time. It really was. Oh, there he goes. He says jolly, mate. He says a it jolly was, good time. Cheers, mate. No, it, it really was. Uh, it, it really was fun, right? But now I'm back. I'm so happy to be back, you know, looking at LSU football every single day. A big day, big weekend, big week for you on the channel. Congrats on getting uh, Chris Hilton on the channel, the speedster. That's obviously some some really cool stuff, man. So yep, I, I still see yep, you doing your thing, baby. Yeah, yeah, You missed a lot because on that same day, we had a local media person call me out. I, I needed you. You weren't here. and well, But it's okay. It's okay because you were engaged. I, I was. I was. I honestly have no idea who the person was that called you out. Um, it might be. It might, it, we'll it, talk someone, off air. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll talk off Yeah, air. we'll talk off air. Does, no does everyone know about it? Does oh, dude, it was it? very public. They went live, talked about me. I went live, talked about them. I, I, I'm a foot taller than this guy, so it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you called out my, called out my credibility. Call, my my credibility. You know me better than probably anybody here. Do they know you're building a new studio? No. Do they know? Do they know you're producing another human? Like you're accomplishing a lot in your life. I know. I don't know how to put this. You need to give them a Graham code gummy and let them chill for. A little you're time. damn right. Use the promo code AYS25. That's exactly what we need to do. But they're not. People are not here to listen to that. They're here to to listen to us talk about uh, uh, football. Let's go. Um, Carter, I don't know how much you heard of the opening rant. Um, three little letters 
come to my mind. LSU. Okay. What th- th- at some point this narrative about Brian Kelly not being able to recruit is going to stop. I mean, he just right. ended with the top six class last season. He only had six weeks. Um, when you're starting to see some of these pieces fall, what's your thoughts about it? What are you thinking when you see Dalen Alston, Trey Hiley, and things like that? Yeah, I think the Alston one is obviously the more interesting one. I think everyone that follows LSU football and knows just a little bit about Louisiana recruiting. For instance, for me, I don't look at the recruiting stuff like every second. Like I don't follow I don't either. I, I don't follow every recruit on Twitter and Instagram. There's a lot of reporters that do, but it was pretty clear that Trey Holly was going to LSU the entire time. Uh, and you would see like Dalen Austin talking about LSU on, on social media. You would see it get retweeted in your feeds. Mm-hmm. But I think that was a, a huge step for Robert Steeples, right? You know, th- there was a lot of pressure with him coming in uh, to replace Corey Raymond. So that I think is the biggest story of today. It's not so much Dalen Austin committing. It's more so Robert Steeples getting his first recruit. And there's nothing like as a coach, it's kind of like, and and most people watching this played sports, right? You know, when you've gone 0 for 10 at the plate, there's nothing like getting that first hit under your belt. And there's nothing like getting that first basket after a slump. It's There's nothing like that first one, right? And Robert Steeples gets his first commitment that wasn't a Louisiana guy that you really had to put a lot of work in to get to LSU and he got it. And, you know, the big narrative when Corey Raymond was leaving, I, I got a lot of pushback on my channel for, for this, Blake. And I, I, I said Corey Raymond leaving, the, the Corey was great, but it's not going to be that big a deal. The LSU recruiting at defensive back is going to continue to be dominant. And it, it just has been, right? It's Car- been Carter, their- that's what they have right now. That's their class. That's, that's half their class, exactly. And it, it's not dropped off. In fact, it, it could get better. You, you never know. Right. The main reason why defensive backs come to play at LSU is because of Tyron Matthew and Patrick Peterson. It, it's a huge influence. When you, when you actually hear from the recruits, you hear them say, in particular, Tyron Matthew's name. And, you know, it, it just goes a long way. Now, you give Steeples a lot of credit. You give Corey Raymond a lot of credit. But as long as Steeples came in and, and had a lot of energy, he was young, he's relatable. A lot of people, I mean, he's our age, Blake. Um, he's Which special. is so wild. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. There's a lot of pressure, right? <laughs> it, it, there's a lot. You're replacing a Louisiana legend. You know, Corey Raymond played played LSU, coached at LSU from New Iberia. You know, he was loved. And the fact that you get three defensive back commits this early in the process shows you uh, the, the power of LSU. And, and these guys haven't even seen what a Madhouse defense is going to look like. So that goes to show you how good the recruiting has been at defensive back. And look, Curly Reed, we'll see what happens with that, and then obviously Derek Williams, you know, big, the, the the most interesting player in this class to me is going to be Derek Williams, mm-hmm. right? You know, this agreed. Is, uh, this is a guy who went to Corey Raymond's high school. This is a guy who is a top one hundred safety who can really play. Um, so we'll see what happens with his recruitment. Uh, you took my next question. I mean, Carter, are we seeing in live action? I don't know if Les had this, and we kind of already knew it with Ed, right? Like, Ed was a good recruiter. Uh, uh, LSU's just coming off the high of Nick Saban, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but Carter, Miami doesn't do this. Like, when they were transitioning. Yeah. Nebraska didn't do it. Florida State didn't do it. Um, 
It's because you're the only big power five school in your state and you're going outside the state to do it. Um, am I not, am I not, am I getting so naive to believe that it's just the three letters, you know, like, look, I get it. Brian Kelly coaching position coaches, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I, I get it. But Carter, it doesn't stop though. Right. What happens if LSU walks out of here with a top five class, then what? I mean, the train just keeps moving. I mean, look, the, the kids want to go play at the NFL. And you look right now, it's not just some of the best players in the NFL are from LSU. A lot of the swaggiest players are from LSU, right? Guys that have big brands, guys that have big personalities, guys that get, you know, whether it be the gritty on Fortnite with Justin Jefferson or the Honey Badger or, you know, Jarvis Landry. Someone asked me about Jarvis Landry in the chat. You know, people like that. And obviously Odell is the biggest non quarterback in the league when you go look at social media numbers and interactions and cultural relevance those things carry weight those guys looked up to those guys youtube was starting to become a thing and twitter and highlights well lsu players have some of the most insane highlight reels in college and in the nfl you'll find so yeah i mean look you once again you give brian kelly all the credit in the world you know we've all read the high school connection pieces Mm -hmm. from the national media and how well he's doing in that aspect. Uh, But you also give what the guys before Brian Kelly did, as far as the players are concerned, uh, building the LSU brand, what it is now. Um, Put that comment back out there, Pooh, the dandies comment. Um, uh, Carter, we haven't talked, or I haven't talked to you live since um, the NFL draft. Right. LSU gets... 10 guys drafted in this past draft. Second behind Georgia. Carter, am I, am I, uh, <laughs> you know where I'm about to go with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, then expound on it. I mean, because quite honestly, you should be 9-3 and three last year. You should yeah. be, you should be 9 and, uh, Carter, at what point do you continue to get that many guys drafted? And my expectation of being nine and three is a, is an outcry, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. No, no. Here's what I'll say about that. Right. So, ten players got drafted. Some of the players that got drafted got drafted on their physical potential, right? So let, let's let's take someone like Chase and Hines, who was very inconsistent at LSU, right? Well, he is an athletic freak. Like he has a perfectly built guard right like he he can move bodies no we doubt we, we just could never get him to play consistently i always thought he was a little out of position uh, but still he, you know you had a lot of different guys on that team last year still get drafted even though they had up and down careers mm-hmm. and what does that show you well it shows you the coaching was really bad now look I am far from being a film study expert. We do a lot of film studies on on liar, channel. liar, pants on fire. But continue. No, I, I'm not. I'm not because I didn't coach. I've never coached, right? But when I would speak to people who actually coach, who actually know what they're talking about, guys that actually do put the headset on, they they would be astonished at how badly LSU was coached these past couple of years, just from a pure scheme standpoint, a, a pure predictability standpoint and what you see with 10 players getting selected and the success that LSU's had goes to show you that well 
it wasn't really that great uh, from Ed Orgeron to put the product out on the field that we had. Now, this is where it gets really interesting, Blake. You look historically, the one stat that would always correlate with LSU's success the very next year were the number of players that were drafted from the year before. So, for instance, the more players that LSU would have drafted, the less likely that they would have a 10-win season. So, 10 players is the second most players LSU has ever had selected in the modern draft era, okay? Or just, let's just say, the modern championship era since 03. You look, there was only once when LSU won 10 games or more where they had eight players or more selected from the draft before. So, I want people to keep in mind that that is another hole that Brian Kelly is going to have to dig himself out of. It wasn't just the fact that the roster was so bare. It was the fact that of those 39 players that were out on the bowl, uh, on the bowl field, some of those guys that actually played still did end up getting drafted. So there is a lot of starter production that's going to be replaced. And history shows that LSU does struggle when they have more players selected. So just for instance, right the greatest LSU team of all time was 2019. Well, it also happened to be the year that LSU had only three players selected, which was their fewest that they've had since 03. So you look at the correlation there. That's just going to be another thing that Brian Kelly is going to have to overcome. You think the transfer portal changes that though? It does. And, yeah. and, and it, it really does in a big way, because when you could bring in 32 players instead of 25, like for instance, like, if Seven Banks would have declared, even if he was injured, he probably still would have been drafted. Someone still. Would I, I have mean, Carter, he, uh, Ty McShay's got a number seventeen. Yeah, someone would have taken a chance on him. So that that is a draftable player that you bring in. Same thing with Bernard Converse. So that it, it does change things. It does make it a lot easier. So that that would be my next point about that is that you, you, LSU once again. I said this the last time I was on with you. It's so key that they were able to get the 32 players. That they no doubt. It is a game changer, and it's going to help LSU hopefully get to that 8, 9, 10, 1 mark next year. Carter, by my calculation, I'm going to go full nerd. By my no, calcu- for, by my ca- calculations, LSU's at 84 scholarship kids. 84. Or 83, excuse me. 83. I'm forgetting about one. Carter, you played a bowl game with 37. It's crazy. Oh, oh, by the way, you almost won that thing. I, I look, I, I, I feel you, okay, and I, I agree. Normally and historically, like even when you look at Alabama, for an example, the years that they have high draft rate, they normally win a national title. The following year, they don't repeat or get to the playoff. Okay, right. that is a just nationwide thing. Alabama goes through it. Everybody goes through it, except last year. Okay, because of the fact, two things in my opinion: transfer portal, Jamison Williams. Okay, and they were able to go get key pieces defensively. I think the uh, I forget the kid, the the defensive end that played for him a lot. He he wasn't like a star, but he played the like, linebacker Henry Toto and a bunch of guys. Henry yeah, Toto, exactly. yeah, Henry Toto yeah. was another one. So, I mean, look, I think that that can happen. Carter, here's my question to you, though. And we're going to continue to have this conversation until the day that Florida State gets their teeth kicked in. Let's go. I I can't take it anymore. 
right? Like, I can't take losing anymore. And when you have this much talent, Carter, their entire defensive line might get drafted. So, at, at, at what point – by the way, Tom McShay's got uh, Mike Jones Jr. who? Hold on, hold on. Who? Mike who? He's got Mike Jones at 34. Oh, huh? ba- uh-huh. Ma- Michael Baskerville? You know where Michael Baskerville is? 61. Okay. You got seven banks at 17. I- I'm not saying that they're the, the 85 bears in this hoe. But what I am saying is, is that what, at what point, at what point do, am I supposed to be realistic and say, if you don't win nine games, it's, it's, look, I will give the transition year if they win seven. Okay, look, shit happens. You're in a transition year. I get it. If you fall below nine wins to me, something went wrong. You can't have an entire defensive line get drafted and not win nine games, Carter. I'm sorry. I, uh, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a slight disagreement here. Okay, right? let's debate. Here so, we go. So, so I look. A big thing is obviously Kayshawn's health, right? He is a true transcendent talent. Like he's already up there amongst the the best LSU receivers. Just if you look at his per game production rate, right? He is truly incredible. So that's going to be the big thing, right? Can you get Kayshawn? Because he, he'll make any quarterback look good. He made Max Johnson look good. And we saw Calm down. Calm, calm down. No, well, yeah. I mean, he did. He made – I mean, calm down. How, many calm people, down. how many people believed in Max Johnson after the Ole Miss-Florida game? I became a slight believer because Kayshawn was, you know, that dude, right? So, you know, I, I feel a lot better about the team if Kayshawn's fully healthy and ready to go, and all indications show that that's going to be the case. I, I just think, uh, Blake, as far as in, – in this last week we did a bunch of deep dives at Vegas projections. So let's take the Action Network, right? Th- their win projection for LSU next year is five. Five. That's what their win model says about LSU's roster next year, that they're a five and 17, right? Now, once again, I don't believe that. And I did a whole video as to why they actually believe that. So you could – Check it out if you want to. Don't because it it will enrage you like it did me. I was like, "What really? Five wins and they have Auburn at seven, really?" But I, I I then look at Vegas and and I see some lines set at six and a half, some set at seven for a you know seven and five season or six and six season, and I could see it. I could see it. Now I don't believe it. I I see an eight and four, nine and three roster as well. But there's a lot of 50-50 games. and I agree there. I agree. There's a lot of 50-50 games, and this is also very key, Blake, is that the quarterbacks in the SEC next year are going to be really good, right? They're going to be really good. Preach. Uh, Preach. And you're facing all of them, Carter. You're facing all of them. Besides Will Levis. Yes, and Will Levis isn't that great. We made him look great. If he does get drafted high – People are going to look at that LSU tape, and they're going to be like, "And oh, you made me believe in this guy." But, um, but he's no, a the, bloke, the, is what Carter's saying. He's a bloke. <laughs> he's a bloke. Look, look, this is something that's very important to remind ourselves in college football: mm-hmm. who you play matters so much. <laughs> in every other sport, it is not true, right? The who you play in the regular season does not matter as much as it does in college football. It is who you. Right. It's 
how your postseason is is decided. I agree with that. Right, 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 okay. right. It matters so much. So let's take a look. LSU catches a very unlucky break next year, right? They get the strongest Tennessee team that they've had in a long time with a really bright offensive mind and a really good quarterback in Hendon Hooker who's going to get drafted. Anthony Richardson's going to be interesting at Florida. I'm still not totally sold on that Florida roster, especially their defense going I'm, into next year. I'm sold on him, though. Yeah, I, th- I think Richardson's good. Then you Agreed. have K.J. Jefferson, who had a really good season last year for Arkansas. And Arkansas is one of the eight teams in college football that returns head coach, OC, DC, and quarterback, right? And and, oh, and 80% of their position coaches. Yes. And look, Alabama is going to be really good. They're going to be tough. And as much as I hate to say it, uh, A&M, they're going to be tough as well. Uh, and we have to play them at their house where Jimbo – actually is a competent coach on the road. I'm fine with saying we could beat a and M because we did last year with a really bad team. Um, it, it, well, not a bad, bad team, but you get what I'm saying. I know what you mean. Uh, I, I, I just think the schedule next year is going to be really difficult. There's a lot of these 50, 50 games where LSU is going to be playing a lot of really good quarterbacks and that could be tough to overcome. Now, once again, that's not me saying that they're not going to win nine or so I, games. I'm with just, you. Those 50-50 games, can, it, it come, a lot of it comes down to luck. And LSU got the really unfortunate luck that the one out of every six years you play Tennessee, they actually have a pulse and they're decent. All right, so last thing about this, and I want to get over to Keyshawn Booty because like good podcasters and radio guys, you transitioned there perfectly. Transition. Uh, <clears throat> you, I, I agree that you can either go 2-5 and five or 5-2. Five and two. In the seven-game stretch. Yeah. Will Rogers, okay. Um, Zach Dart, um, uh, K.J. Jefferson, uh, Hooker, Bryce Young, and then I think you play – who's the other one you played? I mean, maybe you'll throw Max Johnson in there, whatever, you know. Um, It is what it is. Carter, with all due respect, with all due respect – that six game, that five, at least that five games. Oh, Anthony Richardson, excuse me. Yeah, I'm Richardson, AR 15. Carter, I'm sorry. And we were talking about this in the LSU Twitter spaces the other night. Nobody, and I, and Carter, I mean nobody, faces that quarterback lineup in the country. No one. Yeah. I agree. If, if you really go look at it, no one has to play cross other than Alabama. Okay. Alabama, but they don't have Anthony Richardson. Okay, so it's interesting to me, and I agree with you on that stretch. You could go two and five, or you can go five and two. Like right. you know, it's it, it, I, I, that's that was the whole basis of my argument the other night. And so we don't. I don't think you disagree with me. By the way, I think you challenged me, which you always yeah. do to make me a better person and a better podcaster. So congratulations, thank you for be, making me a better man. I appreciate you for doing that. However. You brought up Kayshawn Bouti. Now, um, you I don't know, Carter, did you hear the words from Brian Kelly um, about Kayshawn Bouti by chance today? I, I didn't. No, I, I did not. All right, let me bear with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull this. Oh, here it is. Let's listen to this from Brian Kelly right quick, Carter. Okay, because I, I want to get your I want to get your reaction to this from Brian Kelly and what he said about uh, uh, Kayshawn Booty. 
I, I think everybody knows I, I, I you know, shot uh, one across his bow, if you will, because I, I think he needed to be more engaged. And you know what? He got it. And um, I'm, I'm excited about what he can do. So, Carter, I don't know if you could hear that because of volume's kind of low. No, no. Um, but Brian Kelly says he shot one across the bow at Kayshawn Booty to get more engaged, and you know what? He did it. And in the video that Jacques Jose posts, his eyes get big. Basically, this is how I, like, I interpret what he just said. Say, dog, you can flirt with these other teams all the hell you want to. Either stay here or get to stepping. That legitimately, that's how I take it. Carter, I don't look, even if Kayshawn Booty leaves, he sets a precedent. It's a win win, right? Because he's going to be here for 10 more years. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, at least five. So, with that being said, look, what's your thoughts on Kayshawn? I mean, look, that's a pretty big comment to say that you're calling. You're calling the best player out. He Carter, he came in here calling the best dude out. It, like, yeah. I, I kind of dig it. I, I do too. And look, Kayshawn is that big of a difference maker, right? And, and this is what I always ask people. Like, how much does a Vegas line move if that player is there or not, right? And Kayshawn, to me, is worth a win. Now, how do I know this? Because... The last couple of seasons, he won two games on his own. Mississippi State this year, we don't win that game if Kayshawn doesn't do what he did in that game. Agreed. We all miss at the end of last year. So, what, that's roughly eight or so games where he was a guy and he won two games on his own. It is rare to go out and win the game on your own as a wide receiver, right? Especially when you have inoptimal quarterback play. But it is very important for him to be locked in as well. Uh, because there are other receivers on this team who are really freaking good. And they are challenging themselves every day to get on Kayshawn's level. So, you know, I, I was fine. I, I said it at the time, I was fine with them uh, taking a shot at Kayshawn. And I was also fine with Kayshawn, you know, keeping his ears open, trying to get the maximum amount of value that he could off his name, image, and likeness. Because I agree. You know, I agree with that too. I, 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 look, if you were in his position, you'd probably do the same thing. You're damn but, right. Yeah. So I, I, man, I, I just think Kayshawn's really special. He really does move the needle for the offense and it, it, it just opens up so much. Like it, it gives Jack Best that much more room to work underneath and it allows Malik to do more things as well. So, you know, for me, I, I'm fine with that. And I'm also more so fine with Brian Kelly just being honest about it. Right? I know. Instead of, instead, instead of just saying, no, it wasn't really a shot. It, it was it was me just talking off the cuff or whatever. I'm glad he just said, look, that's, that's what I did. Jail right? mentality, as Ham Marshall says. That's the jail mentality. Challenge the baddest dude so that you know that you're not to be messed with. And that's it. Right. Bro, if, you, look, if you're... I don't know. I don't want to throw a kid's name out there, but let's just say hypothetically you're Landon Ibietta. Hey, you're Harold Perkins. And Harold Perkins comes in here and, and then he's chewing Kayshawn out. Like, Kayshawn, what was you doing all offseason? You're supposed to run a slant. You ran a hitch. What are you doing? It, it changes. You know what it changes, Carter? Discipline. Right. And it changes like, hey, dude, like if I'm not with it, I'm not playing. And the and, and look, this was on your channel. Shout out to you. We talked about this. 
a uh, Kyron Lacey ran a wrong route. And Kayshawn Booty, if you remember on your channel, was telling him he ran the wrong route. I think that's what Kayshawn, that's what Brian Kelly's talking about. Bro, he didn't play a snap, nor did yeah. he need to. Bro, if yeah. you know what you needed to run, and I don't care. <laughs> Carter, I got to be honest. Do I want him to get reps? Sure. I don't care that he's not beating a walk-on wide uh, DB. I, I yeah. don't care about that in spring. Mm, mm, mm. And he was very involved. Right? He you was. Would see him, you would see him on the sideline with that that Santa. He, did, he was doing the push-ups, Carter, when they dropped. Brian uh, Thomas dropped the pass. He had to put his foot up in the air. And and look, I think something else will help Kayshawn this year is that there's going to be hot competition for the wide receiver one for the next year's NFL draft. So, like, I, I, uh -huh. think, Kayshawn, I, I think, you know, Kayshawn wants to be the first wide receiver off the board. And look, Jackson Smith and Jigba is a special, special, special talent. Like, what he did in the Rose Bowl, for those that didn't see, was what Kayshawn did versus Ole Miss. He made on, $5 million. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I mean, on a bigger scale, and um, and he, they really needed him to be great for them to win that game. They don't win that game without him. And I, I think that that's going to help motivate him as well, you know, because it's not just Jackson. It's also Jordan Addison um, uh, of Pitt, who, who would also— God, I hope he doesn't go to Bama, bro. I—, I Man, look, that's the thing about this transfer portal, right? I don't think people quite understand how big of a deal. The Jermaine Burton thing was kind of weird, right? You leave the national championship team to go play for the team you just beat, right? You, you, you do the opposite Durant, but you pull the Durant. Dude, right? what if he won it, though? What if he was a key piece in winning it for Bama and he reversed Durant it? Well, then uh, he will look like a genius. He also will. The fact, also, the fact that he was initially committed to LSU, Jermaine Burton, which was a, a different story for a different day, yeah. uh, actually worked out in better for LSU in the long term. But you know, for for me, the the big story was when that Louisville receiver transferred to Alabama, mm -hmm. and you're telling me that Alabama is flirting with this Jordan Addison thing. I wonder how I would feel being one of the many Louisiana wide receivers who went to Alabama and be like, dang, what, mm. what am I going to do to get the opportunity to, to play next year? But yeah, I mean, the, the portal's a wild west, and I'm just very happy that number one for LSU or number seven for LSU will be suiting up next year uh, for the Tigers. Uh, Perry Delahousse. Let me say this before I get to Perry, though. Um, it drives me insane, Carter, insane, that Nick Saban comes out here and lies his ass off. Oh, I hated that comment. It drove me nuts. It, it drove me nuts. nuts. Saban, look, and all these people come at me on Twitter defending his stupid ass, but uh, it's stupid. Oh, it, it, there's parody in college football. There's no parody in college football. Parody in sports is the Tampa Bay Devil, uh, Tampa Bay Rays almost winning the World Series. That's parody. What's not parody is the seven teams that historically get to the title continue to win that hoe. I hate that he's lying and getting away with it because nobody mm. else can see his lies. I mean, so what that an ant is taller than him? 
I, I, look, it, dude, it drives me insane. It drives me. Bro, I've seen toddlers get on rides at Disney World that are taller than Saban, and nobody, everybody fears him because he says something and wins national titles. He, two things can be true. He could be the greatest coach of all time. He's still lying his ass off. You mean to tell me, Carter, that he doesn't tell his assistant coaches to tamper with other players? Or oh, he yeah. hasn't been They're, let it be known? Yeah. I mean, there's someone in the pipeline. And look, we're not saying LSU is holier than thou at all. She right? is. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, look, there, there, there's going to be an Alabama fan that jumps in the comment section and saying, whoa, LSU. Hey, bro, like I said on the show this week, my dad used to put me in boxing lessons. Come on, bro. I'm tired of it. Well, well, the 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 highest level of uh, martial arts I had was was Billy Blanks Tybo. So <laughs> I'm gonna, who, who, who are my old schoolers in here that remembers Tybo? Bro, Tybo. Oh, oh, I remember that commercial too. He goes, "Do you want to learn how to learn how to do a front kick?" Hiya! Oh my God! Tybo had me ready to throw hands in the playground, man. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, I bet but, you you uh, did too. I, I did not. You lying. Uh, All right. But, but but look, that that was a very strange comment. But Nick Saban could say what he wants. He's 70 and he's the best ever do it. But true, it didn't make any sense. And look, college football is the one sport where life isn't fair. It's not fair. It is truly the one sport where that is the case. But we love it. And, you know, that's what's going to make the SEC so interesting next year. Right? You mentioned Will Rogers a minute ago. You, you mentioned all this talent. The SEC is going to be stacked next year. So, you know, for me, you know, you, you look at some of these other years, potentially down the road, that LSU can make a legit run at the college football playoff. There are some very interesting years that set up really nicely for LSU. Uh, but next year is going to just be so tough. And it may not have as much to do with LSU as it does everyone else. Right, like this is going to be Arkansas's best team that they've agreed since McFadden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in a very, very, very long time. Pooh Bear, put Uh, that put that comment up, (laughs) bro. Let's go, Billy. Billy, jump on AYS right now, man. Billy was shooting blanks, too. Um, all right, put up Ants. Because, look, Carter's got a fiancé now. He can't be running around being a hoodlum with me all all, all the damn night. Uh, Ant Marshall says, hashtag ask Carter, Liverpool, UEFA uh, Championship, or LSU National Championship, what happens next? Well, uh, since Liverpool is playing in the UEFA Championship on the 28th of this month in Paris... I'm going to go Liverpool, actually getting the done versus Real Madrid. But that's because they play this very next year. And, you know, we have Mohamed Salah. We have Sadio Mane. We have the best coach. Hopefully, uh, Brian Kelly becomes the next Jurgen Klopp. But still, the 28th, Blake. But let me just say this, right? Because every time I come on here, you're going to get littered with some soccer stuff because I've posted a lot of soccer content lately. Mm-hmm. Just be, just just say you're a Liverpool fan. Do you want to, Do you want to join – Liverpool. I have no idea what I'm agreeing to. Absolutely. I'll be there. My guy. You joined the best fan base. I'm not a soccer dude. I can't. Unless I'm playing it on FIFA, I can't do it, dude. I I can't do it. I can't sit there. 
Well, it, it, it t- t- I, I, and here's the thing. I right? love watching it, though, like the World Cup. Like, I, I yeah, love Cup. watching it. World Cup's coming up. Look, here, here's here's what I'll say, okay? Everyone should be a Liverpool fan. It's my second favorite thing behind LSU football and the Pelicans. Should but, I get a Liverpool jersey? Yeah, go for it, man. Do they have one an extra goddamn that man sexy? Yes, they they do. What was so funny was... Um, By the way, Manscaped finally sent me my shirt, an actual shirt instead of extremely thin. I had to get on their ass yeah. about it. The one thing about us, us thicker humans, Blake, though, is that soccer jerseys, and I actually, so I played, I played soccer, and I'm still my high school's slowest starter to ever start. I'm, I, I, I was slow, but, uh, but here's the funny thing: is soccer uniforms do come in super extra large, so uh, we, I, I have to wear that size now too because soccer jerseys are very form fitting. And okay, so I like had, if I wear a 2X or a 3X, I need to get like a 6X is what you're saying? Yes, basically. Right? Okay, all I, right. I, I had too many fish and chips overseas, so I could Of course fit. you did. All right, let's talk about that very quickly. We'll get you out of here. What yeah. was your favorite thing about England? Was it seeing the Queen? I did go to Buckingham Palace. I know uh, you did. The, did, did was the, it seeing the Queen? I didn't, I didn't get to see the Queen. I got to see her. I, I got to see them helicopter her in. Like I saw the helicopter and it it was, it was on a live stream. Danny, I know Danny was there and Danny actually used to live in England. So she gave me a lot of tips on, on a lot for the entire trip. So, uh, the best thing obviously, you know, getting engaged to the love of your life, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, that was fine. No, don't, Uh, don't take that for granted. Am I invited to the wedding? Yeah, sure. That was a very slow. Yeah. I said that was pretty immediate. Get get the producer to time how quick of that. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. You're 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 officiating the wedding. You didn't know. I that. swear to Christ. Listen to me. <laughs> I swear to Christ. I will get ordained right now in the state of Arkansas. I'd be like, and Carter was crip walking up to his fiance. But that's how you got her. I mean, I know that's how it is. I know yeah, you. Yeah. That's that. That is exactly that is exactly what happened. But here's here's what I'll say, right? And this will relate to a lot of people that live in Baton Rouge. Okay, the one thing about all the cities that I visited, whether it was Liverpool or London or Paris, their public transit system was baller, right? Like that aggravates was, the shit out of me. You saying that it ag- it, it aggravates the shit out of me. It, and something else that is really crazy about England and Paris, and this is something else that will, you know, your, your viewers would, and, and my viewers do this as well. No one drives trucks. There, there are no pickup right, trucks. Right, right. And like, if it is, I, it's like a small S10 or something. Yes, it, yes, right. exactly. So that kind of blew my mind as well because, you know, in the South, that's, that's a big part of our culture. So I don't own a car, but a lot of my friends do, and they have, these huge pickup trucks no one no one drives pickup trucks and no one could really explain to me why they explain like some kind of tax thing but what's really interesting is when you go to europe you see a lot of different things that they do that you're like god i wish we had that america i wish we had you know better health care i wish we had better public transit i wish we had a lot of these different things and um and it, it, it was really fun i am glad i'm back here i'm glad i'm back doing what i do but man london and paris were were just so beautiful it really was uh danny girl who 
told Ant that he needs to wear a wig last night. Says, yes, live stream the wedding. I'm here for it. Um, last thing, swear to God. Yeah. Go do they season do they season their food over there? No. Yeah, that's okay. So so here's, here's, I'm, out. here's I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. No, no, no. Here here's the thing. Okay. Do they have funeral chicken? Like, do they deep fry that thing? So so I I we had to eat mostly Indian food. Because you know, if there's I, I it, Indian food is, is love it. So, it's so slept on. It really is. Dude. Right? I ate some it, Indian food a while back and they put one pepper. In my what they call papaya salad, bro. I I mean I got the rumbly tumbly, but I loved every second of it. It's so good. That's, how my, that's also how my dude, stomach sounded. Dude, dude, it, dude it, it it is so. For instance, like my my fiance has very strict diet, and she just like said, "F this, this food's too good." And she was, you know, she doesn't eat bread. She was all over the the the. The garlic naan, the bread, the pita, all that stuff, man. The the Indian food is just incredible, and London has such a huge like Indian population. So it's 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 crazy, man. It's crazy. So, but yeah, I I am back. Uh, I'm glad to be back, Blake, and I'm glad to be back on here with you. I need I need some tips. Well, I, I it's so weird even just saying the word fiance, right? Like, oh, I dude. hate spelling it out because you got to put that little clef on there. Oh, uh, wait till you wait till they put your wedding ring on, and you're doing this all the time. See, that mine's getting clean, but you got to do this. You do this all the time. Like wait, I, you, I, I act wait. like I won a national title, Carter. When I got mine, I was just like, oh, this thing. Oh, you see that bad broad <laughs> over there? The, the dime that's top of the line, slim waist, cute face with a huge behind. That's what I. That's what I was doing. Like that's mine. Mm. She married me, Nanana Boo Boo. All right, all right, all right. I've kept you too long. I love you. I'm glad we're back. I've missed it. I ha we haven't had this good of content since last week, okay? And maybe ever. Maybe ever. Since the last time you've been here, Carter. I love it. I love you, man. Keep up the good work. Keep growing the AYS brand. Hey, and, studios. Uh, new studio's about to be done. Couple dude, weeks. I can't wait to see it, man. You're going to come on down. Wait. And I, I shouldn't have brought a, I now now there's like a healthcare debate. I shouldn't have brought that up, but I was just saying like what. Where's the healthcare debate? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I like. I don't, I don't. That's not why I was here to discuss. I was just bring, bringing up something that was was over there. But they they do they. It's it's a wonderful country, England and France. Oh, I agree with this. Get silicone rings. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. My mm. see, I got I got these. Vienna sausage fingers, man. I, I've got a. I mean, they're 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 thick. Uh, but you're getting your wedding ring cleaned, cleaned. Yeah, you got to do it every once in a while, man. It gets all scratchy and dirty, bacteria, COVID. Uh, so see, Jared Addison. Jared's Jared's one of my BFFs. See, he he he. Right. Also, also, that's why I wear my silicone ring too. You What's everybody pausing about? Pierce and Danny? I I, I I I don't know. Probably something I said. Something I said. All right. Love you. See you soon. Too bad. It's right. Carter the Power Bryant joining us. Always electric. Always fantastic. All right. Let's bring in Pooh. Let's do this. Let me um, pay some bills right quick. We're going to bring up uh, a Pooh Bear for just five seconds. Um, want to talk about my good friends over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape 225 937 7220. 
225-937-7220. Tell me your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. And our good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage, 225-614-1234. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the car, um, saving money on the... <laughs> Saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing the cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Give them a t- call today. Again, it's 225 614 1234. Tell them Blake sent you on by. All right. We got the Pooh Bear Man in the building. Pooh, great show, man. You killed it. Behind the ones and twos. I loved it. You're muted. You're muted. Hold on. Hold on. All right, go ahead, Pooh. Hey, I, I don't know if you can tell. My eyes is really, and, and I don't know if it was, you know, I know people are going to say, oh, Carter started talking about a wedding. Pooh Bear got emotional. No, sinuses. It's like, this pollen is. Hey, and when you get those ring lights, too, those ring lights make your eyes really red, bro. That's yeah. why I never, like, directly look at the camera like this because, I mean, yeah. it, it hurts after a while. Yeah. Um, it, 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 Go ahead, go ahead. Graham go this time. It's not oh. Graham Gold, I promise. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Um, Pooh Bear, I know that y'all are doing the Golden Boot Podcast this week, so I'm not going to steal everything and what y'all want to talk about. Nine wins. I, I, it's it's got to be doable. Like, we have to be able to foresee that, right? I have, um, I, nine, nine wins is, is pretty much always my benchmark. Uh, I think we can, we can get the nine wins every year. Um, but this year is really more realistic. Um, yeah, I mean, what what they what BK has put together, uh, the professionalism, I can't I can't see anything less. Hey man, he called out Kayshawn, and he told Kayshawn, "Look, look, bro, you, but I ain't about that life. Leave, mm-hmm. Pooh. He, right. Pooh. He told him to leave, and and, and not so many words. He said, right. I want you to stay, but if you don't, get your hell out, get your ass out of my locker room.' And Pooh, here's another thing." We hadn't seen okay, so we saw Joseph Evans, who was never there in spring anyway. Nobody right. transferred. Hey, Pooh, and you have four scholarship quarterbacks. None of them are all yeah. of them are still here. Yeah, so we talked what's about happening? That last night. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is that is probably the biggest surprise. Um even if no one's been named a starter, um, someone probably would feel like, hey, I've got, you know, I, I don't have the, the upper hand that I think, and, it, you know, maybe I should try somewhere else. Nobody feels that way. Everyone feels like they have a chance. So that, that says a lot in itself. Uh, Jason Brumfield said he started to cry after Carter said there's no funeral chicken chicken in England. Of course there's I, not. I, uh, listen, Jason, I, I completely agree. That may be why my eye got red. You know, no funeral chicken? What? I don't want to live in a land like that. Uh, I thought it was because oh girl it was a gummy bear. <laughs> I want to. We should have asked Card about that, you know, because I, I do know that you know stereotypically, they said people in England don't have good dental hygiene. So I just wonder. The. I don't. I, I I don't know. I've I've never met a bloke from England. I actually that's a lie. I met one. He smelled. Like, he he. I swear to God, he smelled like sardines. Swear, mm. like catfish liver. You know when you go mm. fishing. I was mm. like, dog, you smell like ass. He's like, that's that that's a royal smell, mate. Royal smell. I'm like, mm. shit. You no, you smell like ass. All right, all right, we're out of here. We'll see you guys soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out to all you Girl Scouts. We'll see y'all soon. Later, guys.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.